Welcome in, you are listening to another episode of the Keep Change Podcast. You're listening on Triple Speed and Mikey, that's a disgusting song that you chose. <laughs> I did not choose that song. <laughs> I searched for Rich. I think this is Rich Homie Kwan. Rich Flex. Yeah, so, oh, maybe we should have done Rich the Kid. Because this is tunes. This is Rich the Kid. Um, this is Habits of Rich People, not tunes of Rich People. Yeah. <laughs> habits of the Rich. As sent in. By you listeners at mm. home. So if I get your email being like, that was disgusting what you guys spoke about. It was you, not me. <laughs> please send all complaints to listeners of the Keep the Change podcast at keepthechange.co.nz. Now, one of the most popular podcasts that we have done, Mikey, was a podcast recently called Habits of Poor People. Mm. And I started off by saying coffee cards are a good example. And geez, did I get some messages? Mm. Even Taz is like, I've only just started listening to this and I have a coffee cart. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Um, but you I threw th- yourself under the bus there. I certainly did. <laughs> I think people took that podcast in good spirits where they could look at it and a number of people messaged and said, wow, yeah, that, that really did get me thinking and it, and it triggered me a little bit. But they were, they, I think, I wouldn't say smart enough, but they've learnt the concept now that we often speak about of Keep the Change of just look down at this don't be offended. Don't try and take a side and get all fucking up in arms. Just yeah. be like, what are they trying to say? And this is a number of interesting things that, that listeners did send in. And I thought, well, shit, we'll have to do what are the habits of rich people? And we'll mm. ask the Keep the Change followers. So before I read out some of these, mate, do you have any that you want to share with the world or the people? And I guess the habits of rich people. As we learned in a couple of those episodes we read out, there's a big difference between rich and wealthy, right? Yeah. And everyone's going to have their own definition. And also... Rich, wealthy, successful, and things like that is also, like, partly it's a choice. Mm. Like, there's very happy people that would consider them successful, themselves successful, and very, what we would consider in the Western world, in low socioeconomic parts of the world. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of people that have a lot more money than me that would consider themselves not successful, you know, like not rich. So, yeah, it's all a bit of a, of, of a choice thing, but as we do, we're going to generalise this down. And <laughs> <laughs> Some of these are fascinating because they're quite, some of them are negative, but mm. some of them are positive. But then that's probably how my brain looks at it. And I can, I'll give some examples when we get into it. But Yeah, I think my number one one, I mean, I haven't put any thought into this, but I really do think... Pricing and time is a big one. Yeah. Yeah, like not pricing in and, and understanding how to do that correctly. And it leads to all sorts of things, you know. Like if you if you um, want to buy, you know, a, some new Gucci sunglasses for $500, like Luke does, and, you know, let's say you work at Subway and then you work out that that takes, you know, whatever, what is it, 20 hours, so three of your work days there to do that, is that worth it? And then it makes you think, do I need to learn how to earn more per unit of time so that becomes valuable, or should I not spend that money? Mm. And I think the the big boys definitely understand how to do that really well, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a concept that isn't often taught, right, because we get taught just to trade time for money. 
I just like now I price things in months. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm like, because I like thinking about bigger and better things. I'm like, if I want that, I need to be able to to afford that in four months or whatever it is, you know. And I price it like that, and then I have to work out how I earn that in four months. Yeah, well, I was going to say my definition of rich would be, or what what someone rich to me does is they know what they want and they go after it and they get it. Mm-hmm. But that could also be successful, disciplined, um, focused. Like it could Driven. be any of those things. Because yeah. I think that if you believe that you, like you create your own definition of what rich is and if you get that thing, then cool. Yeah. The, when you say like a generalized thing like that, like, what is the what are rich people habits like? We instantly think of material success, don't we? I'd say so for yeah, most people. Like, yeah. yeah. So I, I actually googled the definition of rich, and it says having a great deal of money or assets, wealthy, a rich and famous family. So I don't know why the why they put the famous in as the example, but anyway, uh, existing in plentiful quantities, <laughs> abundant. Mm. And that's also like I think I have a very rich mindset, mm. but I definitely I'm not on the rich list. No. But in my head, I'm like, fuck, I'm in the rich list compared to how I see other people think mm. and the opportunities and stuff that I see and compared to the poorer, scarce version of Luke with the way that I'd see the world and yeah. things, I'd be like, oh, wow, I definitely have built a, a richer type of mindset the the way that I now see the world compared to previously. Mm. Well, let's get into some of these examples of you out there sending them in. And I won't read out your name. Old school learner. Oh, sorry. <laughs> At, on Instagram. Um, spend money wisely to make it. Yep. Makes so, sense. I think that's that old theory, you know, you've got to spend money to make money or whatever. But at some stage, you won't have money. Mm. So you can't really do that. So that's where you have to actually add value to then earn money. Yeah. To then try and create more. Yeah, the key words there, earn, right? On this, someone the other day said, oh, wealthy people target a 50% return. And I thought, do they? Where did I see that? I think I saw that somewhere as well. Because they were like, well, the average return of the S&P 500 or whatever. That's so not acceptable. Yeah, so like, yeah. that's not what they do. They're I looking 50 for... every year. Yeah. Yeah. On so, everything. I'm like, oh, and you can't, Jesus. And you can't, I think, and I don't know who it was, but I think what they were saying is like, yeah, you can't get that in the S&P 500 or in a share mm. or when you're trading shares or whatever. You have to go and create it. Yep. And you're the person that builds that, that, that spits that money out, you know? Yeah. Yep. Uh, this one says, a lot of rich people are in good physical shape because they have the disciplined mindset, mm-hmm. which is, again, interesting. I'm sure there's rich people who aren't in good phys- physical shape. Generally, uh, though. But I think, again, like what they're saying, because they have the disciplined mindset, so they'll stick to something. Now, this is a good one, or interesting one. Always asking for a discount or deal. They never pay full price. Hmm. Because I think you could go both ways. You could be like, well, some people, they just wouldn't care enough for a, a deal or a hustle. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Is that true? Well, I don't know. Like, I guess it's it works both ways, right? Like, you hear some people say, oh, people, they'll save every penny or they'll pinch every penny or whatever, and that's, that's why they're rich, because mm. they'll know not to waste it or... They'll, they'll get a deal where they can. It's a bit of a scarce thing though, eh? Could I'd be. I'd really say they'd be more abundant thinking. Mm. Um, willing to work hard and take risks. Make more than what they need, not just what they need. Yeah, I'd agree with that. That's quite well summed up, eh? Mm. So they'll make more than what they need, not just what they need. But then, here we go. So let's get into a, a more of a negative one as <laughs> such. Stereotypically, they think they're better than everyone poorer than them. 
Okay, so this is actually a fact. Really? Yeah. Um, there's that is a true trait of people that are wealthy. They believe, and it's a belief. It's not a. It's not like a. Um, you know, like a personality trait. They just believe in their minds that they can outperform other people. Got you. So it's the same as like a sports person that you know, like Michael Jordan. He believes that he's the best person in the world by no one. Yeah. And people that do successful things in business and stuff, it's like literally been studied and proven that they have that same thing in their brain. Mm. And what it does is doesn't allow them to fall back into the. They're like, I can't, I can't be that poor mindset. I have to do this. And oh, yeah. that's a belief, yeah. So, although it's negative, it's kind of a fact. So then that, I guess, is how you interpret that. Think they are better than everyone, poorer than them. Because when I hear, oh, you think you're better than someone, you know, like, it's a very negative connotation, right? But they're probably like, oh, yeah, like, I I, I am. Or like Michael Jordan, right? Yeah. But you just have to back it up and prove it. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. And uh, I guess it's negative if you... Like, a lot of people don't like how, like, Conor McGregor talks, right? Like, you're yeah. all losers, I'm going to smoke you. Like, all yeah. of that kind of stuff. Um, and, yeah, if you are like that in business, you probably won't make too many friends. <laughs> this next one says they bring their lunch to the office. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Always ask for discounts. So, going back to that one before, something similar. Um, my experience with rich people is they're always keen to give. Time, energy, money, abundance, mindset. So that's someone's experience with different rich people. Mm. I've def- definitely witnessed that. Yeah, like I, I feel like they're portrayed in the media as bad people and then they're actually the nicest, most giving people you ever meet. Yeah. Which is the complete opposite of what you're told. Yeah, that's 100%. what I've found. Yeah, and, and they'll <laughs> do things that you didn't even know that they did. Yeah. That are like major. And yeah, I've heard some of those stories firsthand from even people on the rich list and I'm like, oh, wow. Like, mm. Okay. And they don't want people to know about it. They're just like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. They want to keep it quiet because like, we don't want too many people to then come and say, well, you did that for them. Could you come and do it for us? Yeah. 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 Our wealthy and in business, continuous follow-up action gets results. Yep. That's, uh, you know, definitely there's a sign or a, a line on the door here or on the wall which says uh, action is the antidote to anxiety. So basically. That's true. so true, eh? That's yeah. so good. Taking action always trumps that state yeah. of mind that you're in. You remove anxiety by doing something going to about solve it. the problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tracking all expenses. My boss is owed two dollars twenty from the bank. He has followed up for six months to get it back. So you, I, I personally wouldn't do that. I would just write that shit off and be like, "Fuck, that's a waste of my time." Yeah, I must say I'm the same. I think there's stages to this, eh? Yeah, I think there's actually stages. Like, I think it's really, really important on like the start of your journey to really. Focus on living within your means. Well, always live within your means, but probably, you know, over overdo that side of it. But as things open up and get more abundant and you grow, like your time chasing down two dollars twenty cost you ten thousand dollars. That's not a good way, like use, use of your time. Someone says pay cash. That's probably compared to using debt and stuff and buy now pay later's and yep. whatnot. Uh, they buy quality items and look after them, Mikey. You still got the plastic wrappering on your visor, mate. <laughs> Shit, mate, I got caught out, eh? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. And do you have, is there a glass roof on your car? No, nah, nah, I'm not Tesla, mate. It's a oh. Honda. <laughs> no, nah, but is there a sunroof? No. no? Oh, nah, okay. Nah. Okay. I thought someone but else there asked is... me if there's like a layer on the plastic or something. I was yeah, like, oh, so right. on the bottoms of my doors and stuff, you wouldn't have seen it, but they're all covered in like a seal. Yeah. yeah. Like a plastic seal. So you, if you mate. kick the door, it doesn't. 
Doesn't damage it. Nice, mate. I like it. Uh, <laughs> not impulsive and they're disciplined. Yep, like probably on that more in control of their, like, do I really need to buy that or mm. do I really need to do that? Yeah, uh, I think um, Im- impulse is being able to remove impulse from any of your spending habits at all. Like once you conquer that, you never ever have an impulse purchase ever again. Yeah. Like I, I have impulse to buy nothing. I never look at anything and go, I need that now. I think you impulsively buy because you haven't tidied up something else that's going on for you. Mm. So you might be feeling low on self-worth or something. Um, and so that's what that's why you buy because it fills a dopamine rush mm. and you're trying to keep up with the Joneses or something, which is what someone's saying. They don't try and keep up with the Joneses. But man, I tell you what, it's such a cool feeling now to, like I brought some new glasses recently, a couple of pairs, and I thought, like, like I just rolled in and did it and get two pairs and they're like, we suggest if you have high screen time, you should get these. I'm like, this is an upsell, but I'm like, okay, I'll pay for it. Yeah. But to actually be able to pay for it in cash yeah. and do it, man, it feels so freeing compared to, and to be able to get two pairs compared to one. Mm. And I now look at it, I'm like, this is an investment in my health and yeah. I need these. But years ago, I would have had to be like, okay, where can I go and find like the knockoff versions of these? And yeah, I can't actually, I'll get one pair. I probably <laughs> won't get the protective screen film thing. Check like, trade oh, nah. me first in case there's some secondhand ones. <laughs> yeah, don't need those. Yeah, don't need the eye test. I'm like, let's do it all. Like, let's, let's roll. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it wasn't impulsive for me to go get glasses. It mm. was like, I know I needed to do that at some stage and was due for a check and whatnot. Um, but yeah, so prenups is what someone suggested, which mm. is interesting. And I suppose maybe that's just an access to more financial education. So then you decide, right, you know, are you going to do something like this? Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think when there's actual like super wealth or significant wealth, yeah, you're never going to get into a relationship without having that stuff sorted out, eh? Because it's too much on the line. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty easy to understand. This person says cocaine. Rich people do cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, discipline from someone else. Thinking big. I like that. That's definitely something I've had to learn mm. because it's not really taught. And yeah, sometimes the way people the the way that they think. I'm like, wow, man, that's just not where my brain goes to. Yeah. It's it's definitely something you have to learn if you want real big. Yeah, yeah. It really is a um a journey that you have to go down, eh? And you I don't think you can really do it until you experience little bits of it happening yourself. Especially rich, not wealthy, I think this means not counting pennies. Overlooking the value of small dollar amounts. Interesting. Mm. Turning income into assets, then using income from assets to purchase things. Grant Cardone. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty grunty. It's like investing, right? Yeah. Getting pa- like passive income or flows of income. This is cool. Network, not Netflix. Oh, yeah. That's been. Yeah. Yeah, building up a network. Yeah. Up at the break of dawn or earlier, 4 to 5 a.m. rises. I don't know about this one, eh? Nah. I'm, I, I used to be like that and think like that. I just Same. reckon it's a phase. Like when I first started school rebates and, and trying to build a business and mm. shit, I would have to be up at 4 or 5 a.m. because I needed to get my rig sorted. So I'd be into the gym. I'd try and dodge traffic to save myself time. Yeah. But then I got to a point where I could then swap money for rent. Yeah. And then I didn't need to do that drive and commute anymore. And then I got to the point where I realized, fuck, I was really going down a bad path. I actually needed the sleep. So then yeah. I started trying to prioritize my sleep. I remember um, 
at some points it was like excitement and anxiety. I was so fired up about like the next day and doing stuff that sometimes I go to sleep and just wake up at like two or three and go to the office. Yeah. Like I was so fired up and then I, and then it would become almost a routine for a while, but I don't know if it is a permanent thing, eh? I slept in this morning, mate. I think I got up at about 7.45, 8 o'clock. I was like, nice. whoa. Yeah. 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 That's it's a big sleep for me. <laughs> it is really important to look after your sleep, I reckon. Yeah. You know, and even, I think I shared when I went and brought that bed how expensive they were. And I'm like, that's ridiculous, but really, but like, it's an asset. Yeah. Statistically, when you hear this, like, if you're not an early riser, but then are quite happy to work till 2 a.m., the fuck is the difference yeah yeah you know like if you're it doesn't matter it's just hours in a day yeah you probably just need to figure out to build your own structure and routine and and make sure you're looking after yourself yeah like there's a difference between someone who stays up till two in the morning playing computer games and then gets up at you know 11 the next morning and yeah get stuck and they're still wasting a shit ton of time then yeah or even like anyway that's enough on that um read books they educate themselves no matter what age ego isn't too big to learn this is actually what I was going to say at the start, is I think one th- habit that I would say is that rich people are always trying to learn something. Very open mind, yeah. I uh, I was pretty closed-minded for a while. Eh? It took me a while to learn that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I remember reading and learning about Warren Buffett and how he would start his day. Mm. And it's usually by reading financial information and the news and shit and he'd Think start of a newspaper or then yeah. like start financial statements. He's always trying to learn something, mm. and you could definitely see it's how. It, yeah, outsource work at home, cleaning, laundry, childcare. So that means that they're just valuing their time, or mm. they get to the point where they think their time is more valuable than doing those things. So it's interesting. I had this conversation last night with people. We were trying to work out how you could get a full time person to manage the house. Okay. So you could just, like, if you wanted to have a barbecue and have mates around, like, tell them to prepare the food and then clean it up afterwards and then they vacuum the next day and do, like, everything. Like, surely there's a business in New Zealand that does this. I did find one lady on a website and it says, after doing some research on this, and this is, like, folding, washing, doing the washing, dishes, kitchen, like, literally everything, and she's taken. Oh, really? Yeah. What about that one I sent you? That to-do list? The... The my to do list, or I think, or something. Yeah. Oh no, there's that my to do list. I think that's where I found that lady. Oh, is that are they yeah. ca- at capacity? Well, sh- this particular one was who like was recommended and stuff. Uh. So yeah, but anyway, well, even some people get an OPR, I think, where they look after their child, but then they do other things around the house too. Yeah, I was thinking like if you've if you give someone a house to live in, surely it's just like fifty grand a year or something, isn't it? Fifty k, fuck, mate. It's no? fuck all. Nah, hundred. I'd say so. Or it probably wouldn't be a hundy, but it'd be a hard role, like hard to keep them. But, yeah. but people overseas and stuff have professional nannies and pay them really good. They really look after them and shit. Yeah. But I suppose if you gave them all their accommodation, I see what you're saying, they might have no expenses. That's so what 50K. I mean. Like you get food, eat, do whatever you want, cook whenever you like. Yeah. You just need to be sort of like on call if we wanted something at the house, you know? Yeah. I see, when I was in the NACI, they'd have farm workers, right? And they'd get uh, accommodation as part of their mm. work. And that's... Greenkeepers at golf clubs quite often have this as well. They yeah. get a house as part of the package, yeah. And actually, just on that, it's really smart to think about because if you get 
your accommodation supply for you because it's the biggest cost usually it's for huge, yeah. the Kiwis. Apparently, according to the statistics right now, it's 40%, 47% of your household income. Yeah. So and you pay for that in after-tax like, income. Yeah. It's like a it's 55% pay rise. <laughs> yeah. So if yeah. you can get into a job where you're not going to have to pay for your accommodation, it's a mm. way, like it's you've got an ability to get ahead in New Zealand. Or even if you like move home or just figure out how to decrease that expensive uh, that, that expense. A uh, rich woman definitely at the Salon Weekly. Oh, come on, Brody. Uh, <laughs> rich men wear plain-coloured T-shirts. Plain-coloured T-shirts. Okay. Discipline. Oh, they have no empathy for people. That's n- no empathy. Yeah. This is flat-out not true. That's a, that's a lie. Like that, that's, you know, that's an example of someone who's just... I've been burnt, for instance, or who knows. Yeah, you can't... I don't yeah. think it's possible to get wealthy without Everything. having networks, relationships, like all of those things, Yeah, and leveraging those people. And to do that, you have to care for people and look after them. Like, if that's what you believe, you need to go back and try and figure out how you come to that conclusion and how well that's going to serve you for, for the yeah. rest of your life. Yeah. Yeah, because that, like, that's a pretty ugly thought process. Um, treating hospital workers, waitresses, flight attendants like they are beneath them. We see a bit of this, eh? But also, yeah, I, I I agree and disagree. Yeah, I've seen this. I've seen people think and like snap their fingers and you know do all mm. that shit and say that. Um, there's a there's there is. I mean, there was some famous people that were in the news like a while ago that did it in the states and they it blew up. Uh. Um. That's pretty common for those Hollywooders. I'm just going to say, if you're a rich, rich asshole or a poor asshole, you're still an asshole. Yeah, that's basically it. That's what determines. Like, you, you could say, well, poor people do that as well, you know? Yeah. Like, it, it, that's just a shit person does that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> because effectively. I've seen people with mega wealth have these types of people, workers, waiters, flight attendants, and they treat them so well and look after them, I- and they say, like, they... They wouldn't work there if they didn't want that to happen or yeah, they wouldn't yeah. be associated with them. I've also seen uh, reasonably wealthy people have exceptionally poor service and pay the bill and do nothing and you know not say how bad it was. So, yeah, yeah I think it just depends on the person. It's not depending on how many dollars. Yeah. More organised, someone says. You kind of have to be. to. Uh, you've got no yeah. choice there, yeah. yeah. Routine discipline and always think of solutions rather than complaining. Yeah. Taking action above solving. the line. They are simple in their needs and wants, and they consider their spending. Uh, I'd say that's correct, but also... Some people would disagree with that, because I'd say, oh, but why do they need, like, why do they want all this fancy shit? That, yeah, but they're also uh, normally very focused on getting certain things only and then cut out the noise. Yeah. So simple in that regard, as in, like... Yeah, I want a private jet, and that's all they focus on until they've got a private jet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, like it's a ability to block out everything else, no distractions. We live in a world now where it's very abundant, and that means that it's okay to want things because Maslow's hierarchy of needs, the things that we need, we've actually, like most of us, have got no real excuse yeah. because we get we get it. Yeah. And we've like beaten that part of the human race. And so now we're into a period where it's, abundant, we're all connected, network, and you can actually decide the things that you want. However, we get taught that that's actually quite bad. Mm. And why do, you, why do you need that? Why do you want that? That's so big. Like, do you really need that? But it's okay to learn that if you do want something and that's what you want, then, hey, 
if you're not going to be a piece of shit on the way to getting it, then yeah. it's probably quite a cool thing to want to achieve. Mm. And you'll, yeah, um, change through that process. Well presented, always. I don't know, eh? Shit, I'm going to be broke then, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, claiming everyone who isn't rich simply doesn't work hard enough. Now, mm. this is my mate, and I know what he's like, so I know why he says this, but... <laughs> This is, I guess, yeah, claiming everyone who isn't rich simply doesn't work hard enough. I don't think that rich, well, again, that's the sort of person you are, right? I think I think um, most wealthy people probably went through a period in their life where they worked really hard. Maybe it was like a two-year run or a five-year run or even a 10-year run. Waiting in line for Lotto. But you don't get <laughs> super rich by working harder than everyone. You get super rich by working smarter than everyone. And doing it for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's no, like, you're not going to get super rich by digging more holes than any other hole digger. You know what I mean? Like, hard work is different to smart work, but I think anyone, especially like the self-employed guys that get super wealthy, like, they would have done, at some point, they worked real hard. Yeah. But they don't do that forever. But, yeah, they... I think most of them would tell you that too. Yeah, I do think we do have a bit of a, oh, just, just work harder and you'll get ahead. But I think it's broken at the moment and people are noticing that. And even mm. the new Prime Minister said, in this country you should be able to work hard and get ahead. You can't. And that for them to admit that, they know that they've yeah. let people down. I've said for ages, like, the biggest advantage is adding 104 workdays a year into your working calendar. Yeah. And then, you know... Work the weekend. <laughs> You've still got to aim it in the right direction, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. yeah, I guess you have to be doing the right thing with it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, buy assets, stocks, bonds, businesses, property. I mean, yeah, they probably are trying to buy things that they Investing. can store their wealth and invest. Yeah. Every dollar is valuable. I get that. They'll probably have a. I reckon money is more of a tool. It yeah, becomes yeah. a tool, not a survival mechanism once you yep. get wealthier. Entitled generational wealth, tight. Mm. Again, like another. I don't think so. Mm. They get up early, not necessarily. Um, some probably do. Price their work, not their hours. That's what you were talking about at yeah. the start, right? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Never needs to fire sell anything. Lets the market come back if necessary. Yeah, and that's about being smart and putting yourself in a position so you don't need to. So they haven't gone all in. Yeah, that's that's long-term thinking being put into action and then successfully pulling it off. They make a plan. Mm, I'm I a like big, that. I'm a big believer in this. Yeah, and that's something we can all do individually. Mm. They're tight as fuck. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> thinks that rich people are tight as, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Have focused work time, exercise, invest, optimistic outlook, tip, wait staff. Oh, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Strict work-life balance. CEOs I know are the most ruthless with their time in prioritizing rest slash family. Discipline, daily rituals and habits, sleep, wake up, eat, use, exercise, etc. Not realize that everyone's situation is different. People have different backgrounds or levels of knowledge. Lose sight of expenses once income gets bigger. Small numbers don't mean as much, but they add up. Okay. Uh, what's that one? Not realize that everyone's situation is different. That's one hundred percent true. Like, well, I don't think that rich people deliberately do that, but everyone's situation is different. Yes, I agree. People have different backgrounds or levels of knowledge. Yeah, of course. But the cool thing about the world now, like you say, is that you've got access to 
So, so much information, man. Yeah. They look after themselves. They're go-getters. All income has a purpose, i.e. expenses, savings, and investments. Strong morning routine and time blocking. Yeah. Someone says, I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a goodie. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> not, not wasteful on material shit when building wealth. Focused on long term. Cup half full. So they got a bit more of an optimistic. Optimistic yeah. view. Less, less risk averse. So they'll take risk. Um, I don't know, eh? I reckon some of the people, and I'm talking about business people that have been successful, that I've talked to, and the reason they get into making a better and better service or a product is because they are risk averse and they don't want anything to go wrong. Yeah, I so reckon it actually drives a better product sometimes. But I reckon you've got to take a risk to go against society and do something. True, yeah, going for your out life, of the right? normal a bit to do that. But then you're right, you know, you look at Warren Buffett and that building wealth, they are trying to decrease their risk. Like yeah. They're still taking risks, but yeah. they're not, it's not like they're just sitting in Vegas mm. trying to get better at blackjack and that's, you know, how they're trying to get everyone wealthy. They're, they've got a system and a strategy and they're patient with it. I also think that now that I got told this and looked into it, um, wealthy people quite really do more than like one or two things. Like they know what they're good at and then they just repeat it yeah. over and over and over for the rest of their lives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've really noticed that now simple after scales. being shown that sort of, yeah, simple scales, yeah, complex fails. Eh? And yeah. Um, yeah, you hear of guys that are like, I've done, you know, I've bumped into people at like at talks and stuff and they're like, oh, I've got, you know, this happening and I've got this like, you know, model over here and doing this and there's five companies going on and I'm, they're like got no nothing yeah because like they're just spreading the energy so thin over everything and they just can't get stuff moving there I used really to be the saying and it was if you want a million dollars help a million people and mm. it was designed to get you to think oh okay so if zero down on one thing and then repeat it yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and oh okay so I need to be helpful to people to get money mm. But it's actually, you don't, to get a million dollars, you don't actually need to help a million people. You probably could divide that by 10. Yeah. So I think it's quite a cool principle that you can operate by to figure out how you can get the amount of money that you want. Mm. And you might even be able to divide it by 100. So if we say a million divided by 100, that's 10,000 people. So if you could actually try and help 10,000 people, then there's a high chance that you'll get in that time a million dollars on your way to do it. So if I say if we can help a hundred thousand Kiwis through Keep the Change, I should be able to get oh, I times it by ten. Sorry, I should be times that by a hundred. I should be able to get ten million. Mm-hmm. So that's probably what my net worth will end up being over time. Yeah. If I can achieve that. That's just one person's view. But it's what I've noticed is that to but people don't term it as helping, right? So if you look at trade me, they would say, Oh, they've got 40,000 customers or whatever it is, right? But really, they've helped 10,000 or 40,000 people yeah. to, to sell their shit that they didn't need or, or transact or whatever. Yeah. So when you look at the world as a way to help people, it's a different lens of trying to... You just happen to charge for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's you might help your neighborhood mm. have the best lawns in the neighborhood and... They'll pay you to do that. You might help businesses 
do their accounts. Yeah. <laughs> or help them get better at their business. Yeah. All those types of things. So I think some of the stuff's like how you look at what you do. Um, someone says commute is exercise, cycle into office, truck yard, reading daily, early morning, smart social media. The smart social media piece, that's leads into the next piece where someone says blocking mainstream media herald stuff. Shit, did I write that? Nah, but oh. you know who does, <laughs> did. Uh, and he's, his first name rhymes with um, dot and starts with S. <laughs> Shout out to Scotty down there, mate. Happy <laughs> <laughs> but you do, you do start to realise how um, you have to clean up the shit that is... Mm. Like I, I go on Twitter this morning, this is post the floods and stuff, and just the amount of people commenting about the mirror and stuff and just fucking getting stuck in. And yeah, you think, yeah, yeah, they can't live without it. Yeah, yeah, they're like, they're sucked into the vortex. I don't know how to say it nicely, but you, like if you get above all that, that sounds cocky, but you, you're actually above it. You, you should be able to learn how to dip in and out of it. That's what I say. Like, yeah. you know, it, and, and it takes learning to unwind it out of your life mm. to start with and go, do I actually need that? And, yeah, and it's just such a, such a load of shit half the time. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen a dude in um, the UK who's got like a real clean mindset and I keep an eye on things he's talking about, sort of tied up with the accounting industry. And and, and he's done 20 years without the media. And mm. he's CEO of a business. His business got sold. Family man, kids and shit. Just, a, just an everyday dude sort of thing. <laughs> and yeah, he... Um, He's just like, no, nah, fuck, like 20 years. I have, and you think, wow. I, the compound man, effect of that is so good. I reckon it's um, a massive part of why I feel like mentally like the best I've ever felt. Like by the time May 2020 rocked around, I'd had enough. And then pretty much I've dipped into a couple of articles and stuff since then. Yeah. I watched a clip or two, but basically I just cut it out completely because I, I was like, you know, check the Herald at lunchtime and shit like that or yeah, fucking, and I just got sick of it, eh? And man, what a difference. Shouting rounds and picking up the tab. I definitely like it when they do that. <laughs> uh, intentional living across all facets. Intentional living. That's good. Mm. So they're, like, they're in control or they're thinking about their actions and they're following a plan. Um. This is weird. Relying on Jacinda Ardern's handouts. God bless today's news. <laughs> I don't know what that news was on that day. So let's just ignore that one. Stingy snobby thinks everyone trying to get something off them for free. Again, like if that's your view, if that's your view of you've you've had a bad experience with people, and so then that's how you put it on. Mm. Yeah, price and time, not dollars. It's mortgage performance. Uh, <laughs> Funny that. <laughs> Waking up at 5.30am every morning, we've touched on that. Half look homeless but drive a nice car, half make a point of looking rich. They grasp the concept of snowballing interest, getting on positive side of the ledger. Mm. I like that. Compound. When they have time off, they make the most of it, i.e. fewer but bigger, better. Don't spend weekends on the couch. That's cool. Mm. Yeah. I kind of have tried this now. Like I did a few years of like seven days and stuff like that and then I've taken some holidays um, and some kind of grunty ones last year and like I would never go back, eh? Yeah. I way prefer just like cranking hard and then be like, sweet, I'm bouncing overseas for two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm like locked into that lifestyle from now on for the rest of my life. <laughs> and you've had to learn how to um, like re-energize yourself, right? So that you can operate at that yeah. sort of level. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's nice. important. 
So what are the, some clear themes from throughout here, mate? Because that is uh, the end of them. They all kind of are quite similar. Uh, uh, some people there. speaking out of spite. <laughs> yes. There's definitely a bit of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we've talked about that. It's one of the very first money mails is basically like just start by tidying up your attitude towards people. Yeah. Like whether it be rich, poor, fucking wealthy, whatever term they put on. It's just envy, man. Yeah. Get, get rid it, of get, it. Yeah, get rid Envy's, of it. Envy is the thief of all of that. You know, you don't need it in your life. There's not. There's nothing like real standout ish in here. I think just uh, discipline, control, um, investing, snowballing, compounding. Yeah, yeah. The which is all, but pretty much bang on, right? Like, don't live with outside of your means. Use your money more as a tool. Price things, you know, in energy, not yeah you know, dollars, and um, just. The funny thing is, is like we all kind of know, yeah, and it, you just have to do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the think big thing is pretty cool. Like I love talking about that, and it's like they you think big and you think differently, and you don't just do, you don't just kind of go through the motions of life. You you're looking for a different way to do something. So it could even be that instead of just buying a house in a section, you know, oh, this is the one I can subdivide. Mm. Do you know how to subdivide that? No, but I'll figure it out. Yeah, like that's a. That's an abundant, think big, think differently mindset. Yeah, I, li- I, I like the saying, add a zero. Yeah. Yeah, that's always a good one, because that one's like, all right, you've got 100 grand, add a zero, that's a million, so how do I fucking do that? Yeah. And then you've got to go through the process of being like, shit, I, I decided I wanted to add a zero in three years, so this is, I've got some work to do. Then mm. it puts you on a journey of like learning knowledge, bloody forces you to take action, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think, Having a a mindset where you like love what you're doing and and the, you love the people around you and you're grateful and you see the world abundantly and that the world's not against you and you're not fucking hating everything and mm. and all of that stuff. I think that that's being rich too. And we've all obviously got a different definition, and that's completely fine. As always, we talk about figure out what you want from your life and and go after that. You might not want to have millions or 10 millions or, or whatever mm. that's completely sweet uh it could just be having an ability to provide for your kids and stuff like that everybody's got their own desires and i don't think we should pull down people that nah, i think it's important to yeah recognize that for yourself and then recognize that if you're using like that kind of explanation as an excuse and you do want more then be honest with yourself and do it or if you truly just do have those goals, then don't compare yourself to others. Yeah, that 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 should allow you to never compare yourself again because you're just doing your own thing. So I think both of those things are quite important. Well, there we go. That is habits of rich people, as sent in by you, the beautiful and lovely rich, poor, wealthy, broke, all of you <laughs> listeners of Keep the Change. Whatever stage you're at, that's completely sweet. Caught it. I gotta go get a new shirt, mate. This one's got a hole in it. Bloody so, hell, mate. I'm Bloody poor. hell. Yeah. <laughs> but you'll be able to buy a new one, I'd imagine. I could do if I wanted to, but <laughs> I bet you won't. No. Because <laughs> <laughs> it'd be too uh you have to go and this is a controversial one, mate, actually. I saw I'm not even gonna say who, because otherwise we're like, eh, that person. But they said I go shopping during the week. Because all the broke people go shopping on the weekend. Oh, that's Andrew Tate. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would. <laughs> oh, dear. And 
I thought, holy shit. Like, imagine in New Zealand if you said that, if you were a public figure and you outwardly said that. Well, to be fair, he's in jail now, so it didn't, yeah. didn't work too good for him. <laughs> no. <laughs> but you would get torn apart. Mm. You would get... But the concept of that is actually... Yeah. Like, oh, okay. That's, I can't use it now, but like I've been saying for years that my goal is to be out, like if it's sunny on a Tuesday, I'm out. And the reason is there's no one at the fishing spots. There's no one at the boat ramp. You've got, got you. everything's faster and quicker. You know, there's no one at the gas station where you're filling up, like on Saturday morning when you're going to launch the boat. So, unfortunately, Andrew Tate stole it from me and ruined it, and I can't use it anymore. But Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The other theme, it could be a little bit tired from doing, I think we might have done four or five, I might be up to six podcasts for the day, just whatever, <laughs> uh, once I go to the two ones that I did earlier. I found it easier to look at the things that people suggested poor people do and go, okay, I want to make sure I don't do those things, then look at what rich people do and pull out those themes. So I wonder, is it a little bit of that inversion thinking where it's like, okay, I don't want to be poor, therefore I won't do yeah. these things. Much easier to see the poor things, man. It's how we're wired. Yeah. Yeah, and then you have to be like, ah, okay, flip that over. Yeah. For some reason, we naturally understand what not to do better. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. we do it. <laughs> mm. yeah. And then doing the things we need to do uh, are harder for us to yeah. do as well. And that's where the discipline comes in. All right, mate, another good episode. Thank you for sending in your suggestions and reasons or, or habits of rich people. We'll see you on the next podcast. It's the plug trying to call me. I was up chopping early in the morning. Ooh, on the wave like a durag. Pussy nigga calling for his boo bag. Plug walk Gucci on my shoe rack. Woke up in the house till I ran into the plug. Till I ran into the mud. I done ran into some racks. I done ran into your girl. Why the plug show me love? I done came up from a dub.